Welcome back to the broadcast, man. We here for another amazing episode. Ready to get straight into it. Alright man, we are back. Uh, like I said, it's another amazing one. Before we get started, I want to talk about something with y'all. So recently, I had a birthday. Um, me and my twin, it wasn't my birthday alone. Shout out to my twin, my 2020 twin. Um, I'm 27 now. I'm feeling really old. My My right knee hurts really bad. Um, but I'm happy to be here though. I'm, I'm happy to be here. My birthday was on the 24th. Our birthday was on the 24th. So before I get started, I want to ask y'all, uh, as we're getting older, do y'all feel like, damn, is it a little piece in y'all when y'all celebrate y'all birthday? Is it a little piece in y'all feeling like, damn, I'm getting older. I'm getting closer to death. Go ahead. I'll just lay it out on the table. Yo, can y'all hear Lonnie? Because if y'all... I can't hear Lonnie. Well, I couldn't hear Lonnie. Uh, Lonnie's about to come back. But uh, what's up, cuz? Autumn, Calvin. What's up, Mara? How y'all doing, man? Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Glad to have y'all back. But, uh, yeah, y'all feeling like, damn, man, I might be closer to death as we get older? No, because I don't put that much emphasis on age. It's just another year, another number, and that's it. You could have died, died when you was born, like right after you were born, but that didn't happen. So I just appreciate the moments that you're you know, conscious and awake in the now. Yeah, I look, I might have to agree with him on there, um, I try not to look at age like that because if I start to look at it like that, I'm going to start to manifest me feeling, me really feeling old. Yeah, y'all can hear me? Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you're good to go, Lonnie. Right, right, right. I mean, no, bro. I, I, I definitely don't look at growing up like that. I mean, like, I, I think it's a blessing. Like, like how Sean said, you could you could have been out of here in the first couple of weeks, nigga, and not know nothing. But, um, 
shit, bro. Like, I think I think it's really like a good thing to grow old because you know everyone here we've grown up with people that didn't get a chance to grow old, like a ch- like you know a chance to go to college or a chance to go get a job or you know meet uh, the love of their life or something like that. So yeah, I mean I appreciate that shit. Like I fuck with it for sure. So not a small, there's not a small, small piece in y'all that feel like, damn, I'm getting old. Nah, I mean, because, I mean, let me speak for me. I have little brothers. So, like, my little brother is, like, 22, and I have another one that's 16. So, you know, just being around them, that I feel like that keeps me young. Like, just knowing what's up with music nowadays, that keeps me young, knowing uh, about fashion and stuff like that, like... So, I mean, I, I feel like it doesn't matter how old you turn. Like, as long as you got your shit together, yeah, you can you can do things that people would say are for young people, bro. Like, you can still do your thing, man. How does one embrace their age? Like, how do you embrace getting older? Like, what does that look like? Do you change the music you listen to? Do you change how you dress? Like, shit, a nigga... I, I've, been, I've been wearing my glasses a lot late, uh, lately. Mm. Like, I've just been wearing my glasses. I got a couple cardigans that, like, they just look good to me now. So I've been wearing them hoes. Like, I've been wearing my new balance. I've been cooling. Like, you know, I, I fuck with getting older, bro. Because, you know, as you grow older, you have more mature relationships and you have more mature conversations with people and stuff like that. And it just opens your eyes to how big the world is, bro. So I don't understand how you can get mad about that type of shit. No, not, no, no, I'm not mad. It's just, a, it was a thought. What but you old as hell, though. Yeah, I am old, man. I am getting up there, man. Really. I just want to take a moment and say happy birthday to both of y'all. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. Really do. Uh, okay. So, uh, just a couple more questions about just the whole getting old thing. Uh, at what age should a nigga start dressing like I guess a so-called quote-unquote an adult. What does an adult dress like? Suits. I would say. I would say just the casual, just the casual fit, or just like you're not pulling your pants now. You know, you got your pants up. <laughs> I feel like you be dressing like that anyways, man. Just pull your fucking pants up, man. Just chill, you know. But it's like just the casual look. Or just a normal look, man. Just do it with moderation. If you're dressing with moderation, you're not doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Shirt, whatever, whatever. You ain't got to be tucked in or nothing, but just look presentable. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm, I'm rocking with Kelvin. I feel like, you know, if, if you older, like, you know, around 30, something like that, I feel like the time for wearing basketball shoes, if you're not playing basketball, is over with, like... It's done for. You you cannot be out here at the grocery store with your KDs on. <laughs> what KD and some sweats? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's casual, bro. But like, I feel like a lot of niggas put fits together. Like they they'll wear the khakis with the KDs. All right. Or like with the with the Air Maxes and shit like that. So right? what what is young nigga fashion like? What's give me a young wait, nigga fit? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm in here a goddamn blasphemy. And I just want to make sure I'm understanding what the bull said. Because I think I'm, the, I'm probably the freshest nigga you know, Lonnie. Is you crazy, nigga? 
Did you just say a nigga over 30 can't wear shit? Nigga, you know how much Hellstar and all of that shit I wear, nigga? What are you, crazy? Wear, but cool, like, you live a different lifestyle than, like, the average 30 year old nigga. not true so let me let me say something so how do we feel about the old nigga that still tries to dress young like a nigga in his late 30s 40s still wearing fitteds and jeans and hell star do we not do we are we not supposed to shame the the old nigga Exactly, that's why I said I don't even want to talk about Fab. Like, Fab is not the freshest nigga ever. Nobody ever said that he was the freshest nigga. He just dresses, he just dresses youthful. He doesn't dress like a, a 45 to 50-year-old man. That's what I was saying. And he looks crazy for it, though. No, he only looked crazy when he made them thick-ass fucking cuffs in his jeans. Other than that, everything else he coordinates. Rest in peace, Bob. This is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> How are you telling me at 30? I'm not even going to go there because y'all going to shame me. I'm over campus statement. Yeah, don't. Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> you can't take it. Okay, cuz. But that is crazy, though, man. Like, dang. Like, you, when you say 30, it was just like, uh, I mean, damn. Is that old? Is that like, yo, you old? You, you, you seen your citizen type shit? Like, nah, bro. Like, I still do the same shit I did in my 20s. Hell. I'm not as, like, I'm, I'm not as keen because of my injuries and shit. I broke my leg and shit, but I'm saying, though, like, I feel the same. Nah, you know what it is, man? It's, it's, it's them, them fucked up ass 30 plus year olds that stop working out, don't take care of themselves, still got a shitty ass diet, eating the same bullshit food. Anybody's responding to all that, you know, because it's been years after years after years of them. With shitty diet, so they did them with aches and pains. They don't have the energy to do this and do that. Some of them got kids, and they shouldn't have had kids at the time in which they had them. 
So, you know, they, they want to, uh, and even though it's my fault that I'm in this position in my life because of my own personal decisions, I'm still going to bitch and come on and piss and bitch and all that so people can hear me. And I'm going to make, make it seem like it's somebody else's fault. Like, nah, talk to somebody like me. Talk to somebody like cuz. I mean, niggas is 30 in great ass shape. Don't look their age. All right. Let me, let me ask y'all something. So, speak, speaking of this, it got me thinking, right? Uh, the whole Bernice thing. If uh, She's like an older woman. Uh, she looks really good for her age. And she says she don't want to be called grandma. Uh, hmm. Do y'all feel like women sh- should... Do, do the same rules apply to women? Like, if... She is 40-something. She could still wear the tight jeans with the with the nice get-up, with the hoodie. She got a hoodie on, some Jordans. Is that cool? Some leggings. She got on some leggings. She can wear them because she's off the bar. I got a problem with niggas acting like it's an age on being able to be fashion trendy, I guess. We're even trendy because... It's like, it's, 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 cause it's a lot. Cause you went out, cause. No, you good. What was you saying, cause? Go ahead, Sean. Well, I, just, I said it's just limited to fashion. You said what? There's, 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 no, there's no, there's no limit, cause it's like, the cause was pretty much saying like, if people put limits on fashion based on like somebody's age and shit and. That's, that's whack as hell. Like, I, she has every right to not want to be called grandma. And she has every right to wear um, the the trendy, uh, you know, relevant fabrics. She wears them well. She takes care of her body. She works out. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, shit, me mom, me mom is a perfect fit for somebody like her. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and act like she don't set off every indicator over here, okay? Because she is older than I just think it's whack when niggas don't embrace their age. When 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 men or women, I just think it's whack to a certain degree when people don't embrace their age. Like always trying to hold on to your youth isn't it to me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What makes you think a person that is of an older age dressing relevant or trendy is them not appreciating holding on to their age or? <laughs> I mean, not to make it too deep, but pretty much you trying to wear what the kids is wearing in your thirties ain't cool to me. It just doesn't seem cool to me. I think you are putting 
every nigga that's that's that's, that's getting older into like a birdman category. Like everybody's just trending in that direction if they still like to dress how they used to dress or like it's you know I'm, like that's what I was saying. Is it limited to just fashion? Because this nigga's doing this nigga's that's older that's doing all types of trends. So I mean, at, at, so it's niggas that's older rappers that's rapping like the young niggas. Kid Cudi, nigga, like thirty six. Niggas started painting their nails. He jumped on the train. All right. So when is it too old? When is it too old? So that's what I'm saying. Is it just wearing wedding dresses? Well, look. Let me let me just say something real fast. I think I think with the Bernice example, like. Bro, she, she can't get mad if niggas call her a grandma, bro. Like, if that's, like, actually what you're called, like, if your kid has kids, then yes, you're a grandma. But, like, you can be a fresh grandma. You can be a, a new age grandma. You can be clean. With her that. name is Bernice. She has a grandma name. She don't know. First of all, first of all excuse me. Excuse me. Like, she don't want to be called grandma. grandma. She don't want to be called grandma by her, her, her daughter's children. And that's understandable. That's weird. Like, how, what else do you call her? That's me. Me mom. Me mom. Okay? It's, it's, nigga, not everybody Nana. got a me mom. She gonna tell him to call her Bernice, nigga. <laughs> no, no miss, nigga. Just Bernice, nigga. She don't wanna feel old, nigga. Bernice. She didn't when she was born, okay? She is just fine, just the way that she is. <laughs> All right, let's move on, y'all. We've been running in the old people circle for a minute. So the last words of Aaron Bushnell before he set fire to himself outside of a Israeli ambassador uh, ambassador place. You know, this was in Washington, and his last words were "Free Palestine." Now this is this is pretty extreme because we have. An American white man going in front of a building and setting himself on fire to prove a point. Uh, man, people will go to extremes to prove their point. But uh, what should we make of this? Someone setting themselves on fire to bring attention to free and Palestine. What, what do us Americans, what do we make of this? I mean, there are people who are martyrs for what they believe and stand for, and that's an example of it. It's just it's nothing to really laugh at or anything because, uh, you know, it might seem a little unorthodox, being as though we're American or whatever, uh, but there are such things as martyrs where people are willing to die for what they stand for and what they believe in, and that could be for their, their homeland, uh, their belief, their creator. Palestine 
that is so deep in his heart that he gonna go set his fucking self on fire. So wait, 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 wait. This person, this person wasn't from Palestine. No, he was in the military. He's a United States citizen. But y'all have to understand. And this person that set themselves on fire was from Palestine. No, he's white and he's in the military. I'm done, but I, that's what I'm saying. We all got passions. Y'all know I love the Eagles. I'm not setting myself on fire for them. All them yeah, lovers but, some Beyonce. She's not setting herself on fire for her. So it's yeah, like, that's but, all uh, we not, but we not, but from, we not from there, though. We not from there. We don't know, we don't know what the, what the people have been groomed. I'm and, not saying you know, what the people got going on. I'm saying that Brad from Oklahoma don't got that much invested interest. Quill, Quill, stop, stop, brothers, don't call him Brad. His name is Aaron. Call him Aaron. Because it's like, I, like, you making me think that this person that set themselves on fire is not from there. Then I, I was about to change what I had said. He's not from there. That's what I just said. He's from America, nigga. Why do an American white man have that much interest in Palestine affairs that he is willing to go set himself on fire? Make it oh, nah, nah, me. hold on, hold on. Then that means I take everything back. Nah, that's some mind control shit. Fuck that. Nah, they was fucking with that nigga head. He, nah, nah. Nobody setting themselves on fire for hell no. And he ain't from there. Hell no. Uh, it sounds like some MK ultras and CIA shit. Some some very very deep deep ass fucking intelligence that deals with the mental psyop because of where this this field of the politics that this motherfucker works in, and they had to make this motherfucker look like some nutball mockery. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's exactly what that sounds like now. Answer shift. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of like a, t- uh, a catch-22 because they're saying that, you know, like what Sean and Quill were speaking to, but also, like, to the fact that, you know, if this was, like, a, a real American that had, you know, a lot of passion for this, um, this uh, disagreement that, you know, Israel and Palestine are going through, then, you know, they were going to say, like, you know, he was mental health, like, he had a bunch of disciplinaries in his military record and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's tough. Like, I mean, I've seen the video. So, the dude literally did burn himself on fire, and, like, his last words were, you know, on some free Palestine type shit. And it was a hard video to watch, but... I mean, now that Sean and Quill were saying that point, I'm kind of thinking about my point a little different. I was going to come in here and say that, you know, he was on some shit like how uh, the Buddhists was when they were protesting the uh, the Vietnam War, like back in like the 70s or something like that. Right, right. Like, yeah, but, yeah. but the difference like, is they had invested interest. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, so the, but so like, I'm also kind of thinking like, you know, he was a military guy, so he obviously knows more than the public. Exactly, which is why they had to oh. fucking get rid of that man like that. That's why we trying to tell them. I mean, y'all hear me? I just don't understand how they could mind control some dude to light himself on fire. Like, you would be surprised. I ain't saying mind control. Yeah, it's one. We can hear you. We can hear you, Autumn. I feel like it's not nothing about mind control. It's, I don't know if y'all understand. Like people in Palestine are like going live on Snapchat and TikTok and shit, and we're seeing a genocide. It's not a, it's not a conflict or a disagreement between Israel and Palestine. It's a literal genocide, and they're killing women and children live and in our faces. And that affects people, especially if you're in the military and you feel like you're playing some type of role in the death of thousands of innocent women and children. 
like that could take a toll on your mental health period it's not like a conspiracy he that literally might have taken a toll on him if he's in the military and he's having a part in that i understand what you're saying but just take a step back and use your own common sense we all have things that we are extremely passionate about but have you ever felt so passionate about something that wasn't direct, especially something that's not literally on your doorstep affecting you? Now, he may could deeply care. He may be going back and forth seeing what's going on in Palestine. I'm not uh, discrediting what the people are going through or trying to diminish it. But what I'm saying is just out of your own common sense, your own brain. Are you about to go set yourself on First of all, fire? This is why this is that's not at your doorstep. Real this right. is why you actually need to really pay attention to what's going on because the war and well, not the war, the genocide that's happening in Palestine is going to affect Americans. So many countries are not fucking with the U.S. or the U.K. because they're backing Israel. So the U.S. is literally falling out with very many countries right now. The news class. After the world don't like America, okay, that ain't nothing new. It's not about not liking Americans. It's about actual war and actual beef and how it actually can be on your front door. How the war can actually not happen in the Middle East. How it can happen on U.S. soil because so many people are fed up with the way in which Americans and the U.K. continue to treat Muslim people just at that. When the 9/11 happened. Osama bin Laden literally wrote a letter because this shit in Palestine has been happening for decades. He wrote a letter to to the president and said, "We're not going to keep standing by while and watch you kill our Muslim brothers and sisters." This is like very deeply rooted, and it very much is so affecting Americans. And you may not feel it right now, but you will, Gookie. say before we leave this topic um rp aaron bushnell um there was a crazy thing that we had to witness 
But I'm uh, moving on. AT&T promises, right, to provide $5 in credit to customers affected by the outage. Uh, real quick question before we move forward. Do any of y'all have AT&T? I do. Damn, so you was directly affected. Okay, so they said they're going to give y'all $5 in credit. Is that good enough, Calvin? No, sir. Not no, sir. I paid too much damn money on this motherfucking bill for my service to be doing bullshit like that. <laughs> it's not it's not even like five dollar credit, nigga. Let me get a let me get a wave of my bill for that money. Since you wanna do shit like that, nigga. Niggas got jobs, niggas got shit going on. Five dollars ain't enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, um that shit was crazy because I don't I don't personally have AT T but my colleagues and my mentor does and um our system that how we you know, like bring people up you know for their food and whatnot is ran through uh AT&T and that day was fucked up but thank god to my sexy ass Verizon service and hotspot I was able to save the day but uh yeah it it was a good hour it was damn near it was like an hour and a half where um you know my boy was out of service and when it was back up and running, it was so close to, like, the afternoon. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up because what about the people that get up in the early wee hours of the morning, you know, and get started with work or use their phone for work? Like, people were asked out. They couldn't make calls. They couldn't send text. Like, nigga, my mentor was fucking bringing my doorbell, you know, ready to pick me up for work and shit because he couldn't call me, you know. And thank God I peeked out the window because I can't hear nobody at the fucking door, you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, that shit that that was ass. So if I was a if I was an AT and T customer, might as well come on over to Verizon, man. Uh, I think their systems got hacked, so that's what that's what they have. Uh, that's what happened, but they can't tell the public that. So if you got AT and T, uh, somebody maybe Russia, I don't know, somebody might have a hold of your information. Wait, you know, you know it's a cyber war. You know they plot the cyber war. And shit like that is happening. Nigga, I'm, wait, I'm waiting on my third debit card now because of fraudulent activity. So, yeah, that, that shit, that's just a real thing, cuz. All right, let me play a little clip for y'all real oh, quick. Okay. What the f- brand is this? Ugg. Ugg? Yeah. Put it in the same position, please. Close it all the way. Now that was Wendy Williams. Um, Wendy is suffering from dementia. If y'all don't know who Wendy Williams is, she's very, very popular. She's um, she had the Wendy Williams show. I remember my mom used to watch that a lot when I was little. A lot of people watch Wendy Williams, but she's sick now and she's losing her memory. And there's a couple clips on the internet now. And they're documenting, uh, doing a documentary on her sickness, and they're documenting it. Uh, keeping up with her and that's how she's talking to her assistant so even though she's suffering from a sickness uh at what point can you allow i guess someone sick to be mean to you how do you deal with that well i'm gonna start by saying dementia is serious so i definitely wish that young man wendy williams a speedy recovery um i hope our family can 
can get to this time <laughs> like that. Um, but with that being said, what the fuck is this? But with that being said, man, I'm just hoping, you know, the myth is real. You know, a lot of people go through that as they get older and shit like that, so you gotta be patient. You gotta work with them. As the assistant, if you knew, uh, if you knew him before he started going through that shit, like, you gotta motherfucking work with him or keep the, or, or don't keep the job, but either way, man, that man going through something tough, so I just wish Wendy Williams was, you know what I mean, the best in these times, real shit. Yeah, I mean, dementia is, you know, it's a super serious topic, and, um, you know, I've, I've had a couple people in my family go through that. I have somebody going through that right now, and it's tough, bro. It's tough because, you know, one side of dementia that people don't talk about, like, you know, it's not only that they don't remember things, it's that they get upset with you. Like, they get angry, they get mean, like, they get nasty because they can't remember something that, you know, they were communicating about a couple of minutes ago. And it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough to, um, you know, just kind of just work them throughout day-to-day life. And, you know, shout out to Wendy. I mean, I think she's doing it because she knows, like, her whole life has been on camera pretty much, like, since she was um, a young man. <laughs> and, Lonnie, don't do that. Don't be... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, since she was a young man, like her whole life has been on tape. So I feel like, you know, she knows it's close to the end and you know, her family can get paid from this or whatnot. So I think I think it's a real selfless move. I think it's real selfless. And, you know, shout out to um shout out to him. I, I really hope he recovers. <laughs>
shit like that happens. Now, we fast forward to this point that's present right now. She is supposed to be in distress and she's supposed to be, you know, going through all this other stuff. My whole thing is, is why do we have to see her process of quote unquote recovery or whatever's going on? She obviously doesn't need to be on camera. Nobody needs to see her like this. She needs to get her shit together. But this is what she signed up for. Okay. So does anyone feel bad for Wendy? Genuinely? Because everybody's making jokes and being mean. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, I feel bad, bro. Like, like I said, bro, like, you know, that type of disease, um, I've seen it happen, like, to my family members, bro, and that shit is tough. I couldn't imagine a fucking video camera in my people's face. (laughs) (laughs) It just feels like we're, we're on Oprah, and in the past few years, they've just been Frisbeeing out dementia to everybody that have started with Bruce Willis, now Wendy Williams. Somebody else is going to be in the industry and suffering from dementia. I'm just waiting. My thing is, like, have we seen Bruce Willis, like, really, like, geek out on camera? I mean, we we could have and and not have even, you know, noticed because he's such a great actor. But, I mean, it's a possibility. But, you know, roughly, no. We've only seen him, you know, get into character. But... It's just something weird. It's always bothered me that nobody can be successful and grow old in that field. It always has to end with some bullshit regarding to health, finances. Like, this shit, it fucks me up, but it makes so much sense. That's why it's called Hotel California. Just listen to the song. All right. Next thing we got is Cam Newton. Uh, I think he was chilling at, at some type of event, and a bunch of dudes rushed him. Uh, Brock Purdy, he sent the blitz. Brock Purdy got tired of that nigga popping shit. So, but he was wrestling with this nigga. Now, I want to give Cam a lot of credit because his hat never came off while fighting off three niggas. Talk to me. Nah, because usually when you tussling with a nigga, his hat got to come off. Like, you ain't really... Like, if you really tussling with a nigga, his hat got to come off. I don't know, because, you know, that nigga got... He got the thick dread. He got the, the, thick, the thick Haitian from Miami dread. Like, the nigga that was crossing the street in Bad Boys 2. The scene where Gary was in the, in the motherfucking in the GMC. But, yeah, that's just not coming off. That's just catch, catch a hella grip. And it look like they made out of Velcro. That's the birthday strap. The birthday ass strap on the bottom of that shit. <laughs> 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 hey, nah, but I ain't gonna lie. I gotta state the obvious in that situation. What the fuck was them three niggas making, bro? This I don't know. They failed, bro. Live linebackers. Two, he's six, seven, like six, seven, two hundred and fifty pounds. What do you think you're gonna accomplish running up on this man? He trucks train linebackers. What the fuck are you doing? Like real life. 
to the principal, but the nigga got tree chunks for legs, you feel me? My nigga, if I was in the... couldn't do shit with him. My nigga, if I was in the car with these niggas, this would have been the conversation. Hey, yo, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I can't slide no more with Tyler. Like, who we think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on like, Cam's side. I'm playing with Cam. I'm playing with real. Cam at that point, because somebody need to whoop these ugly little dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> bro, I'm taking out a gun. I'm taking out a gun. Why wouldn't we strap? Nigga, we talk no. about this every day. Why we ain't strap? His hat, his hat never came off, and he never touched the ground. Bro. It was almost like he treated it like a situation where... He was under pressure, and they were trying to sack him, but he was going to swing everybody off and still run for another 50 yards. I mean, I was really, really impressed, but that's why you work the fuck out. This nigga had PTSD out there, bitch. Like, oh, shit, they coming. Like, goddamn. Yeah, dead ass. He was really, you, like, you could tell, and it was, you see how he was spinning in circles? See, that's because, you know, you could tell he grew up watching one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever grace a football named Ben Roethlisberger. And see, because what Big Ben used to do is just Whoa. swing niggas completely off. Watch him out, Lonnie. He used to swing niggas off. That's why he was the hardest quarterback to ever sack. So, you feel me? Cam took that same mentality, you know, and uh, he never touched the ground. He swung them niggas off, you know. I'm just proud because, you know, first of all, you know, um, I want to see him come back until... <laughs> Hey, Quill, you on the phone? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, I, I do want to say, but like, like, yo, I seen, I seen this nigga Cam break tackles from like Patrick Willis, nigga. Like, Devaro Bowman, nigga. Like, bruh, these little niggas was not about to fuck with Cam, bruh. And you know what's so crazy? I seen a, a video of like one of the niggas that was trying to like, you know, get up with Cam. Bro, that was a grown-ass man, nigga. Like, it was not no child, bro. Like, it was some grown-ass nigga that was really trying to get with Cam. He could not fuck with him, bro. He was not with Cam, bro. Lonnie, yo, Lonnie. Nah, this shit was freaking fucking fucking funny as hell. When the, I saw the first post on my TL, I'm like, nah, bro. Niggas, is, they want some clickbait shit. They just trying to get you. <laughs> Bro, it was just a scuffle. Like, it was a blur of people. I'm like, bro, that's not Cam. That's not Cam. Nigga, when I saw the Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Oz at with the dread sticking out like French fries from the boardwalk. <laughs> bro, oh, God. I ain't going to flex, though. From now on, I'm 30. I ain't got to worry about that, but... If I ever have beef with anybody, I'm sending a picture of Cam Newton, nigga, because you're not dropping. That's it. It's up. It's up, my nigga. You are not dropping. I'm sending you a picture of Cam Newton. At this point, at this point, they probably going to try to present a little contract so this is going to be a part of, like, celebrity boxing or something. Well, they're going to try to get some money out of this, brother. That, that shit's crazy. And All right, so let me... Let me ask y'all this, right? What is the youngest age as far as, like, a group of kids? Because I know Lonnie's right. It was grown men trying to fight him, too, and maybe some young niggas. But let's say a group of kids was trying to jump y'all at some type of event. They, they like, 15, 16. It's three of them. Do y'all swing back, or do y'all just try to throw these little niggas off of y'all? Mm-hmm. 
Is this is how you gonna break a child down? 15, 16 year old? Yeah, if you 15 and you 6'7, about 230 pushing 250, I'm gonna break. No, no, no. I'm not talking about a big child. I'm talking about these niggas like 5'6. Three of them. 5'6, and they charge me? Cuz I'm fucking them kids up. If you big enough to put your hands on me, you big enough to get hit back. Yeah, you big enough to get fucked up. Not even hit this back. I'm about to show the little girls too. I'm about to show all the rest of these little kids. Shout out to Cam, man, for holding his own. All right, the next thing, what else we got? So, Tyler Creator, he is pretty much the new designer for Louis Vuitton. Pharrell, I think, was in charge, but the shit he was putting out, niggas was calling it ass. Now, Tyler came through, and he he's dropped some nice shit. I, I, I like the new LV collab. Have y'all seen this? It's not marketable. It's not marketable. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> Correct. That nigga clearly was him. Look at where he's at now. And I was wearing cat shirts when I was like 16, wearing Odd Future shit. I was 16. I was a kid. So, yeah, I was having fun. And, and not saying that, that Felicia the Goat can't shred. I mean, because him and Wayne both can shred. I just think Wayne kind of did a better job when it came to his work. You was wearing truck fit? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sean, you was wearing truck fit? Uh, no, so this is funny because I didn't, I, although I'm, I was thinking about getting a truck fit shirt <laughs> and the opportunity never presented itself, but I was planning on getting some grizzly tape to replace on my sector nine. Um, yeah, that nigga, that, that nigga Wayne was kind of going crazy with that shit. Yeah, I yeah, I remember Wayne dropped Supers. Don't forget Wayne yes, had Supers. Yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But what about truck fit, though? Is niggas wearing some truck fit right now, today? I mean, 22 if, 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 yo, if I come across a truck fit graphic tee and, and it's solid, I'm rocking that shit. I'm a graphic tee freak anyway. You feel what I'm saying? It don't matter. Coming from a Wayne fanatic, it's the hell no. I'm not wearing it. You'll probably catch me in a coupe before I wear that. <laughs> <laughs> about some food y'all starbucks in china right they're releasing a pork flavored latte mm. who wants some who wants some <laughs> this is china pork flavored latte All right, so hold on. If everybody's about to diss the latte, right? If y'all about to make a bunch of jokes, can y'all please tell me what food flavor, okay? And I want an interesting one. Don't give me no weak shit. I'm talking about no pie flavor. Give me a good food flavor latte, okay? If it's if y'all can't do if y'all can do better than Starbucks, what's a good one? Ew. But you ain't say exactly what type of food, though. Thanksgiving is mad food. I was thinking about cranberry. Niggas definitely don't want a turkey latte, nigga. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Nah, the only acceptable flavor, bro, like, if you're trying to do a food, is a dessert, bro. Like, there's no way you can do, like, a turkey sandwich latte. You can't. Nah, I got one. I got one. Nigga, the pizza, the pizza latte. (laughs) Bro, niggas already eat tomato soup. Niggas already eat tomato soup. 
Kawhi with some cheese, bruh. Yes, the lasagna, a lasagna latte. That's not a bad idea, though. What's what's a mush? But that's not a bad idea. We talking about we just throwing ideas out there, though. We just throwing ideas out there. Drinking a sweet potato pie is that's 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 no. All right, you name one. Sean, listen, listen. They already nigga, have you drink pie. Heineken's, nigga. That's what I'm saying they got pumpkin spice. Oh, they got pumpkin spice out here, bro. That's like candy is not pumpkin spice, man. But I'm saying like pumpkin spice is a candle. But who the fuck drinks Heineken's? What have you ever seen with a Heineken? You drink beer, nigga. If you drink beer, nigga, you can eat a sweet potato latte. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Cause I mean, I, I don't even buy beer like that. I mean, I mean, a blue moon or a fucking angry orchard ain't bad right now. Blue moon, yeah. Come on now, blue moon. Yeah, well, nigga, 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 nigga for an apple juice flavored beer, you nasty as hell. Apple <laughs> cider, apple cider, apple cider. It's a, it's a cider. It's a cider. Okay. And after a hard day's work, nigga put the must. Nigga put the must. This nigga a grown ass Tommy Pickles. This nigga get out of here. Apple juice flavored beer, nigga. Grown ass Tommy Pickles. Drink it out of a bottle. Accessorized with a nice duvet on the side. some more food man kfc they 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 said we got some new shit dropping too nigga we not about to just let you know what i'm saying uh starbucks just drop we dropping too uh but they dropping here in america and you know americans y'all y'all some fat niggas right so they dropping some shit called uh it's a new chicken pizza it's the hybrid it's called a chizza and I think Cheezer, I'm I think Cheezer. I'm saying that right. That's C H I Z Z A. That's Cheezer. Yeah, Cheezer. That look like Chizer. No, when you when you got when you have two when you, you know when you got double 
All right, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, I want to ask y'all this stuff. They're replacing the bread. What they usually do, they're replacing the, the bread with chicken. So what they do is going to put cheese, tomato sauce, and pepperonis on top of some uh, shizza. Which one of you fat back niggas want it? Come on. Pretty much. That's what it sounds like, Troy. Yeah. This is the thing about KFC, bro. This is like KFC. Like, I'm just saying, Niggas sound crazy. Thank you, 
nasty ass shit like that. I was about to Girl, say. I like this point, Calvin. I like this. Go ahead. Yeah, bro. Like, they're endorsing them. So, yeah, bro. I'll be in that bitch. All right, y'all. We running out of ideas. Put some cheese on that motherfucker. Put some cheese on the chick- chicken tenders. No, I get the chicken tenders. Put nah, them word. Kel, you're not lying. Like, all it takes is cheese to, to tell niggas that. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. But you know what's so crazy? Huh? To, to add on to what Kel said, this is what, if we specifically speaking on KFC, this is what's going to catapult them back to the top. Number one, you bring the wedges back. Number two, you bring them barbecue fucking wings back, the boneless and the boneless. Fucking then also, you gotta bring back them fucking snackers and them fucking wraps. I forgot the exact name of the wraps, but it was almost like a fucking like a burrito or some shit. It used to come with the potato and the chicken, and it was a spicy one. It was a, a like a hundred. Yo, if they bring all that shit back, yo, they'll be back in style. But if they don't bring them back, KFC's just going to keep falling off, man. But they always, off. they always do that, though. At least they don't do... I give them this, though. It's like, they do the same thing Taco Bell do. Taco Bell will come out with a banging ass. I don't really eat a lot of Taco Bell, but when I do, I eat their little limited edition meals. Taco Bell will come out with a banging ass meal. And then that shit gone in three months. That's the same thing KFC do with them damn potato bowls. They keep bringing yeah. them back getting rid of them, then they'll bring out of nowhere, you'll see one one KFC out of the bunch that bring back the barbecue wings out of nowhere for like three months. Well, yeah. you know why? You know why they do it? They get a bigger bang for their buck when they present it like that where it's for a limited time opposed to just having it remaining on the menu permanently but motherfuckers get sick of that shit and then their numbers is going to change after a while because motherfuckers Bro, keep going that, back getting the same shit. Alright, so I'm just going to, I'm going to agree to disagree. You're right. But if that was the case, bro, why has Chick-fil-A never changed their menu and these niggas are profitable as shit? Okay, well, now you're stepping on the chemical side of the food food industry, um, which things just been exposed for. Uh, you know, it's things that sets off endorphins in our brain that keeps us coming back. And they just so happen to have some of the greatest shit. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, them little chicken nuggets had me in a chokehold since they was in the fucking mall. I think I'm showing my age now. And them chicken strips do got me. I ain't gonna hold you. All right, man. Y'all niggas making me hungry. Let's move on. Uh, so, Mayor Eric Adams, he plans to give uh, the immigrants $10,000 each on a card, no ID required, no fraud control, no restrictions. This is to help out, you know, with the migrant crisis. They've been receiving a lot of food that's been spoiled. Some of them haven't been able to get space in the shelter. There's a long line. You got to wait in lines for hours. So he's giving them some type of relief by giving them $10,000 on a car. But of course, there has to be somebody that's paying for that. I don't live in New York, but I am curious to uh, know how do you guys feel about this? He's going to start a fucking fire, man. That is... Uh, that's rough. That's really, really rough. They setting niggas up, man. They yeah, they That shit sound good as hell. It shit sound Too like they helping immigrants and shit, but that's, that's the whole setup right there. Man. Yeah, yeah. Just by answering that question, you want, if you want niggas to be completely honest, nigga, you, you ask the niggas to open up their conspiracy mind. And if you don't want that type of shit on here, you might want to keep those type of questions. 
off, uh, you know, that little perk. And that ain't going to do nothing but raise the crime rate. You already know how it is in the Apple. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That's, that's real, real tricky. And then it's just like, I think it's crazy how motherfuckers want to buck up and bow down to, you know, pave a way for the immigrants. When we've been living over this motherfucker since we've come to fruition, and y'all niggas ain't, like, the closest thing ever might have been little stimuluses during COVID and whatnot. But other than that, man, Yo, these benefits still been fucked up. Is it 10 racks a person? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask, like, is it, like, 10 racks a household? Or, like, yeah. Like, yeah, if you're a single individual, I think you get 10. And if you're a family, you might get more. Okay, so that yeah, means that's, they that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy, crazy. That's crazy as hell that that type of shit go on and you got motherfuckers out here struggling. People out here in eviction court because of COVID. Like, people that have been working and couldn't go to work because they couldn't get COVID shots are facing eviction in their cribs. And y'all talking about some giving a, a person that's not even from here 10000 That's super fishy. Like, what the fuck is going on for real? Like, how is this not raising antennas to the highest peak? Like, what's the other agenda here? Like, y'all let these niggas just come in and now y'all paying them to be here? That shit crazy. If you, if you ask me, I don't mean to, I don't want to go too deep into a conspiracy or nothing, but it's just like, going back, I don't know who said it, but that's going to cause a lot of animosity and that's going to cause a lot of tension. Like, in some ways, racially, and some ways, just in a biased state. Like, it's just, that's going to cause a lot of tension. I'm going to just say what I think. I'm going to just say flat out what I think. I think the government is going to try to take guns away from people. I think they're going to try to push, like, a, a, a martial law type situation on people. And I don't think American yes, soldiers, I don't think American soldiers is willing to turn their guns. Hold on, what does this got to do with the immigrants in New York? Let me finish. I don't think American soldiers are going to be willing to turn their guns on their own people. Along with giving these people $10,000, they also say shit like, if you come over here and you get in the military, we'll use that as something to get you as a... a, a give you a green card and have you be a citizen here if you go into the military. So if you got people who've been trying to get over here and trying to get their peoples over here, why wouldn't they turn... Hold on, over? where have you seen that? Where they was telling immigrants to join the military? Well, no, I mean, Bob, that, that's what it's always been. Like, it's always been like, yo, if, if you join the military, then you get a green card and you get right and, and you know, you get, um... So... Well, they must don't want to do that because I don't hear about that often. Yeah, so somebody want to send me send me that in the group chat since everybody knows about that. Somebody send me some. Bro, don't tell me about no fucking purge movies when I'm talking about real life right now. So what does got to do with the immigrants in New York City getting ten thousand dollars? Okay, because cause, me, like, if they just told us, so they got they just passed the law in New York City, right? To where as though they can come take you out your crib, 
concentration camp type shit or quarantine zone, whatever they want to call it. They just came up with a law that states that they can do that, right? Do you think people from New York are going to stand for that? Like, the police, those niggas in New York is tight-knit. The police ain't about to let you take their wife off the crib or their aunt or their cousin. Or, so it's going to be people that stand up to the government. But if you got people who not even from here and the government is taking care of them, they going to stand up for the government and not for the people. Wait, so Troy, are you saying like, you think like the military people would turn arms on like civilians and stuff like that? That's exactly what he's saying. Go. The military people would not turn arms on civilians. Yeah, That's yeah. That's why I... they're bringing these immigrants over here in order to put them in place to turn arms on us, my nigga. Yes. Like everybody's military, these is military age men. Really think about war. Think about if if our country was at war, our country was being invaded. Who would be leaving it and who would be fighting? Women and children would be leaving and men would be fighting. If there was a group of immigrants coming from America, they would be women and children. They would not be military age men because we would stay here and we would fight for what's ours. It's a bunch of military age men popping up over here. Like, that's not fishy. That's just cool. We just going to talk about all the other shit we talk about. That shit right there is crazy. I mean, if, if, we, if, we, if we taking it there right now, I do want to say that there was a lot of um, a lot of Chinese immigrants that were, you know, standing in like a military stance when when they when they were um, trying to cross the border and shit. Like with clean sneakers, my nigga. Yeah, like, like they clean cross the border. I mean, yeah, it, it's about to get nasty for sure. But oh, hold on, Lonnie, not to mention. Yeah, go ahead. What they was doing in the Midwest and the West Coast with you feel me letting letting motherfuckers cross the border and giving the immigrant perks and shit not even not even going to talk about because i'm still surprised they put it on the news but california has a new record for um you know the most residents moving out of the state at a rapid pace it's motherfuckers moving out of cali left and right all right let's go ahead and wrap this up yo i'm trying to move on so it's just like you give you give me a report like okay y'all gonna let motherfuckers cross the border they gonna be able to uh, work have jobs you know like Cousin said hurts of firearms so forth and then on top of that right after I find out that a lot of motherfuckers is moving out of Cali when Cal when I know California really is Mexico and the border's right there there's some shit some shit going on bro it's, it's really really weird and they know they can't manipulate us and get us into you know. I guess joining the military and standing up for whatever cause they want to stand up for, so they got to use the immigrant. All right, let's get into some TV shit. We got Avatar. And I'm sure y'all familiar with this. It's the bald kid with the arrow in his head. He be going crazy, controlling, controlling wind and fire and earth and water and shit. He's, uh, he's famous for being on Nickelodeon and shit. Well, now they got the live action version of him. And it's on Netflix. Uh, Lonnie, I know you are a big fan. So before we get out of here, please, man, tell me, tell me all about this. What is it worth? Is it worth my time for real? Yeah, for real? I, I think it's worth your time as somebody that hasn't watched Avatar. Um, I think it's engaging enough to have people, you know, talk about it and then watch it if you've never seen the show. Um, you know, if you watch it, I would also just recommend that you see the cartoon as well. Like, I mean, I think it's. They they have a lot of parallels. They didn't get everything right, but you know who cares, right? Like it's a, it's a fun watch, man. It, it's fun, and I'm not gonna 
you know, be one of those people that's mad that they're not getting everything right and, you know, some of the dynamics between the characters are different and stuff like that. Like, it's, 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 it's okay, bro. Like, Avatar came out 20 years ago and now they're finally giving it love, giving it, you know, a live action adaptation. So I salute it, bro. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. Man. A lot of people in mom was calling it ass, though. Yeah, because those are people that just don't go outside and they just study Avatar all day. Like, it's it's fine, bro. Like, just let it be what it is, man. It's, it's for people that haven't seen the show or that, you know, just want to watch something a little entertaining, man. It's cool. I'm not going to lie. I actually started watching it, like, not too long ago before I got on the pod. I ain't going to lie. The cartoon's way better. It's, it's engaging. It is engaging because I know about Avatar. But I don't know. I'm not getting into it. What's, what's way better about the cartoon? Because I hear so many people saying the cartoon's way better. So yeah, because I watch the cartoon. No, so what's way better for it to be like? So just the more it's more for one, it's more action. Like from beginning to end. One thing I can say about Avatar: Avatar, it was always somebody on bumpers. It was always somebody on go, nigga. As soon as you see Avatar, nigga, it's on go. This one is. You said what? The Avatar shit we watch for seven seasons long. It is, but it's like it's the first season. Nah, hold on, hold on, Mo. It's only seven, it's only four seasons. It's only no, I'm so, so Avatar, the Avatar, the last Airbender is only four seasons. Yeah, it's only four seasons. Yeah, they had the Legend of Korra too. Yeah, yeah, I watched the, I watched the Legend of Korra. Yeah, yeah but three seasons. All right. Bro. So at the end of the day, three seasons. But this is the first season, my nigga. It is, but... You gotta let the beat build, my nigga. Before you jump out the window and call it ass, because that's what I'm saying. I ain't never say ass. I ain't never say ass. All the people being upset and giving, like, crooked reviews, we gotta get the next season, my nigga. I feel you. It's it's just, it's more politics than anything. It was politics in, in... It's more... It's more politics now than action. You feel me? It's like... It was a lot of politics in Avatar at first, but now it's just like, all right, cool. Let's talk this out first, and then we're going no, I mean, my, my only problem with the live action, I would say, is really just the, the dynamics between the characters. I mean, like, they're not really showing what, what it took for them to be, you know, have such strong relationships with each other. And which I understand. I mean, you know, they're, they're trying to compact three episodes of Avatar into one episode of the live action, which is only 45 minutes. So, I mean, you know, I, I take it as it comes, bro. Pause. Um, you know, like, it's, it, it's not bad to me, bro, like, it's, it, it's alright, bro, I'm not mad at it, it's not the One Piece live action, like, the One Piece live action is fucking insane, but this one, I mean, it's, it's cool, it is what it is, I mean, I knew it was gonna not be what I wanted it, because the creators left the show two years ago, so as soon as I heard that the creators of Avatar left the live action, I'm like, okay, then my expectations dropped, which is alright, and it's fine, bro, like, it's, it's entertaining. All right, let me ask y'all about one more other show before we get out of here. We got The Walking Dead is coming back. I never was a fan of The Walking Dead, but uh, I'm known for catching shows late. Like, I caught Game of Thrones at its final season and a couple other shows I just caught late. So I might catch it late, but never got into The Walking Dead. Are you niggas excited for the zombies? Come on. Yeah, I actually never got a chance to start watching Walking Dead, so I don't know. And um, the Avatar, uh, 
interesting, but I've never watched it, so yeah. I want to say like I'm excited for Walking Dead. I haven't really. I gotta catch up because I haven't watched it since um, Goddamn Negan killed off my boy. So I kind of stopped watching after. I kind of lost interest. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm gonna be the one person excited about this. Um, hell yeah, bro! Like Rick. Rick hasn't been in Walking Dead since, like, like 2017, something crazy like that, bro. So, hell yeah, I'm definitely watching this shit. Shout out Walking Dead. And if y'all haven't seen it, definitely check it out. You just need to see season from one to eight, and you'll be straight. Like, the other shit is out of bounds. You just need to see that shit. So, salute to Walking Dead. Let me ask y'all, did y'all see Buster Rhymes throwing that nigga out the club? Okay, I was just wondering. Also, before we get out of here, man, because that's everything for me that was on my mind that I wanted to go over uh, today, what's going on in the world. Did y'all have anything that y'all wanted to get off your mind, get off your chest? Talk to me before we get out of here. That just fuck Shay, man. He ain't really on shit for real. <laughs> no, I'm just bullshitting, man. I'm just bullshitting. Oh, uh, well. Hold on, I, I do want to say something. I see Alvin Kamara. He a free agent, right? Nah, you out your mind? You. Please tell tell us who that was. Eric Mays. Yeah. Was, was he the uh, the councilman from? Yeah, he was the say i appreciate y'all man for being here with me today slash tonight however you want to look at it whenever you're listening to this it's the bobcast we are out of here we will be back man y'all take care out there man be safe
So overwhelmed by all his flaws I know you can't lie 